Hello out there, all of you lovely people. My name is Silas, and welcome to the podcast. Now, since this is the first episode, I want to tell you up front what you should expect from me, uh, what I'm going to be doing here, and basically what this whole thing is about. So, the reason that I decided to do this was to basically put myself out there, uh, more specifically put my voice out there, because as you may have noticed, my voice is not like other voices, as you may see. Uh, it's definitely uh, much lower and much deeper than your typical voice. So, uh, call it, uh, conceited, call it selfish, uh, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really matter, but, I don't know, I just thought that some people would be interested in listening to me. But, uh, the other reason I wanted to do this is to just connect with people. Now, you may be thinking, Silas, why don't you just talk to people face-to-face, or text them, or message them on, like, some sort of messaging system, like Skype or Discord? Well, that may be a thing to do, and you know I do that, I talk to people, as I'm sure everyone else does. I don't, you know, I don't see why you shouldn't talk to people, it's a very important skill to have. That's, I don't know. You know, the thing with, uh, like, I never really was taught how to have social skills, I guess. I mean, I guess I was when I was little, but it just sort of never clicked in my head to be like, oh, this is how you talk to people. Uh, because I've had speech therapy when I was little, and by speech therapy, it was basically just placing me in a room with other kids, like other little kids, this is like, how old was I, probably like five or six, I don't know, I was really little, but what we would do is we would place me in a room with all these other little kids, and we had an adult supervisor, and they would just have us talk to each other, and I guess all these other kids weren't as good as talking, just like me, because, you know, they were in that room. I don't know, I might be, I might just be boring you to death right now. And as you can see in the title of this, you probably came here because I was going to talk about apples. Uh, why did I choose apples? Well, uh, it's just, I don't know, it started with an A, and A is the first letter of the English alphabet. And it's, I don't know, it's just a nice little thing to talk about. Uh. 
I actually did a little bit of research uh, when I was uh, looking up apples or like things to talk about. And to be honest, I actually learned quite a bit. Like, for example, uh, cultivars. Now, what are cultivars, you ask? Uh, well, you see, cultivars, uh, how would I describe it? They're basically just, uh, I don't know. I'm not the best with words. I probably should be still going to speech therapy now that I think about it. Because, you know, talking to people face to face is, you know, sometimes for some people it's a struggle on its own. But when I'm just talking to a microphone with no one to just nod their head and be like, yeah, uh huh. I don't know. It's just like talking through the void. It's very, it's very interesting, especially when the only thing I'm looking at right now is, uh, just like the recording system, just showing all the waveforms of me, like talking to the mic. I'm, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Let's go back to apples. Anyway, uh, so, cultivars are basically just, in terms of apples, cultivars are basically just like what types of apples they are. You could probably look up cultivar and get a much better definition, but, uh, they're basically just like an assembly of plants. Uh, basically just like, uh, these group of plants or fruit in this, uh, typical case. Uh, they're like bunched together for their uh, similar characteristics. For example, Granny Smith apples. They're, it's like its own cultivar because they are green and like, are they sour? I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. I never, uh, I never thought of like, uh, Granny Smith apples being particularly sour. I guess they're more sour than, say, a Red Delicious apple. But they're not exactly as sour as, say, a lemon. But what I do know about Granny Smith is that uh, it was named after someone named Maria Ann Smith. Uh, like... I don't know who she is. Let's look her up right now. Uh, according to Wikipedia, so it may not be the most reliable news source, but here's the thing. Wikipedia has like a staff of people that looks over and fact checks all of these, and they, I'm pretty sure they have bots to tell you when a page is edited. Probably not bots, I'm pretty sure. Nah, I guess you would call it a bot. So they would, like, look at the article that was edited and be like, this is wrong. And then they ban your IP address. So I don't know why people don't rely on Wikipedia as a source of information when they have, like, a team of people dedicated to 
keeping the information as accurate as possible, especially with all of the references that they have. Like looking at this uh, Granny Smith page, there are 17 separate references, like for me at least, that's going above and beyond with citing your sources. They didn't have to do that, but they did it because they love us and they want us to know more about things. Anyway, uh, there, as I said, there's like many different cultivars and many different types of apples. For example, uh, there is Red Delicious, Granny Smith, Macintosh, uh, Golden Delicious, Gala, Honeycrisp, uh, Brayburn. I didn't even know the names of half of these apples. And I guess they all have their own, like, similar characteristics. But, I don't know, to me, Honeycrisp looks very similar to, like, Macintosh apples. I guess the difference is that Macintosh is, like, more squat of an apple, like, Honeycrisp is proportionally taller than a Macintosh, but, I don't know, it's all very weird. Gala, apparently, is, like, ranked number two in 2006 for one of the most popular apples, or ranked number two for most popular apple. And I can see why, looking at Gala apples, they look like the kind of apple you would see in, like, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, or, like, uh, historical paintings. Uh, which, by the way, I've learned, like, a ton of things about, like, their, uh, role in society and, like, history. Uh, for example, uh, like, Christian art, you know about, uh, like, the apple, the story about, like, Adam and Eve and, like, Eve sharing the apple. Well, I guess not all of you would know about it, but, like, that's definitely what happened in the Bible. I myself am not religious. If you're religious, that's fine. You can, you can... Ride your, you steer your own ship. But is that is that a saying? It is now. But anyway, uh, like, uh, I mean, in the Bible, uh, the forbidden fruit that is basic that is apparently in like the book of Genesis isn't ex it's not explicitly said to be an apple, but most, like, I guess it was most popular to believe that it was an apple, and that's why, uh, like, uh, apples are basically just a symbol of, like, sin, I guess, and there's also Adam's apple, which, uh, I myself have. It's not as prominent as uh, most people's Adam's apple, but it's still there. You would think that my entire throat would be bulging out of my neck with how it sound. Not so. I have a pretty normal neck. Actually, I have a pretty big neck.
but it's like just like the muscles are thick I guess I don't know anyway uh, the Adam's apple was because it was like caused by people uh, saying that the forbidden fruit was like remaining in the throat of like Adam after he ate it which I guess that's like very interesting I don't know. It may not be interesting to you, but like... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. But looking up, like, Apple Facts... It's pretty dang interesting. Uh, let's talk about different types of apples now. We have... The Red Delicious Apple. Which... I guess would be the... Would it be the most popular, most well-known apple? I would say so. Whenever I think apple, I think red delicious. That's the first type of apple that comes to my mind. Some people say Granny Smith is the first type of apple that comes to mind. I don't know. There's something about the deep, like, dark reddish color of apples that's much more iconic than this bright putrid green of a Granny Smith. Uh, but, basically, from what I'm reading here, uh, the Red Delicious originated in 1880. It was a brown, blushed yellow fruit of surpassing sweetness, according to Wikipedia. I'm gonna... I'm going to keep saying that over and over just to tell you guys that I'm just looking this up. I am no expert. I do not claim to be. I refuse to claim to be an expert on anything besides, I don't know, being me. That's something to be an expert about. I don't know. Anyways, uh... Uh, hmm. I don't know. Thinking about apples, this is probably not the best topic to start off with. But if you've gotten to this point, which is, like, we're at the 15 minute mark. So, I must be holding your attention somehow. So, thank you for making it this far. For making it basically 25% of the way through. I thought that it would be a good idea to talk like have hour-long podcasts. Uh, you know, it's just like it's a good amount of time. Uh, and you know, you can listen to it while you're working, while you're drawing, painting, doing homework, uh, relaxing, going to bed, which. Uh, if you're doing any of those things, and you decided to have listened to me for whatever reason, I really appreciate it. It's nice to know that out of all of these people on the internet that, you know, they have all of these professional setups and all these people that have years of experience in this kind of thing, you know, just talking their heads off and you're just like, 
sitting there listening like, wow, I am, like, enraptured by what they're talking about. Like, I'm just, I'm just a guy sitting in front of a microphone, and I have to turn the AC off because I'm right under it. Like, I'm right under a vent that would blow straight into the microphone if it was on. So, like, I'm just a sweaty guy just sitting here talking about apples. I'm not even talking about apples anymore. I'm just talking about how lame I am. But, anyway, uh, the moral, the point of what I'm saying is, I thank you for taking the time to listen to me for 17 minutes. Uh, just talking about whatever, you know, for the first episode. I think it's going pretty good. I'm definitely going to get better. Uh, anyway, let's move on to another type of apple. Uh, for example, the Granny Smith. Uh, what is, what can we talk about? Like, Granny Smith that can't be said about Red Delicious. Uh, it's light green. Uh, it's like very crisp uh it's known to uh turn from green to yellow when it's overripe and i guess hmm this is interesting i guess the reason that the granny smith tastes like it does is because it has high acidity i don't know i'm just skimming through these articles so if you want to uh, learn about apples, have if I have inspired you to look up like apples, like fact checked me, or be like, wow, I can learn a lot, then uh, look up like apples, look up Granny Smith, look up Golden Delicious, look up uh, Brayburn apples, and I'm sure you'll find. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm sure you'll find, like, something that I don't know, like, just skimming through these articles. Uh, anyway, so, uh, Granny Smith, it's like, it's sour, as far as I know, like, comparatively sour, uh, it's greener than other apples. I guess that's what makes it stand out from other apples. I mean, you may have, like, Bramley apples, which are also green, but like most of these apples are like yellow and red, and like a combination of yellow and red. And then you have Granny Smith, which are just like this, it just they stand out from the rest. You know, they're like you look at it and you think, huh, this looks like an interesting piece of fruit, I gotta eat that, but. We don't want the Granny Smith um, hogging up all the spotlight. So let's move on to, uh, I don't know, how about a Macintosh? Uh, let's look up Macintosh apples and see what we get out of them. Okay, so the Macintosh, or known as the Macintosh Red, or more locally known as the Mac, uh, it's the National Apple of Canada, uh, I didn't know that, that's pretty neat, uh, the, uh, Macintosh is, like, a red and green skin, 
you know, that's a, that's a thing that really makes me think. You know, why do some apples, like the Red Delicious, are just a solid red? Then you have Macintosh Red or Empire Apples, which, like, alternate between red and green. Like, they have red with green spots, some have, like, red with yellow spots. You know, what's that all about? Well, let's look that up. Uh, excuse the typing on the keyboard if it is too loud. Why do apples... How would, how would we word this? You know, why do apples have green spots? Okay, so looking up the, uh, I basically just looked up why do apples have green spots? So I didn't get what I was exactly looking for, like as to why, uh, some apples have strange coloration. However, I do know now that, like every other plant, carbon dioxide goes in and then oxygen comes out, you know, like other plants. Uh, and just like, they had these minuscule snorkels, I guess, where the plant is able to breathe like any other plant would. However, the uh, snorkels, otherwise known as lenticels, are vulnerable to infection and sickness. And, oh my god, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, like an apple can get infected. And whenever an apple is infected, it, like the nutrients sort of just dry up, I guess. They have a nutrient deficiency. And so, certain spots in the apples is like darken and turn into brown pits. Uh, according to what I'm looking up here. Uh, not exactly what I was looking for. However, that's something I didn't know. And probably something that you didn't know. Unless you, I don't know, you're some a apple expert. In that case... Uh, I appreciate you listening to this. You probably thought we were going to have some smart discussion about apples. Not so. Uh, I'm not what you call a smart man in terms of apples. Excuse me uh, for a moment while I take a drink. Uh, just, just a moment of your time. That probably sounds super gross. In which case, I apologize for that. But, uh, if you are interested, what I am drinking is just a, just a tall glass of, uh, Coca-Cola. Just with a couple of ice cubes in there, just to keep it cool. They've already melted because it's warm in here, but, you know, the, the drink is still... The drink is so cool, and I appreciate cool drinks. Though, apparently, in some cultures, they drink their cola warm. And, I don't know, there's just... It's interesting, because cola 
compared to other sodas, it's such a thick and creamy soda that to drink it any other way, like, other than have it be very cold, it's just weird to me just having, like, such a thick drink as Coca-Cola, like, having to drink it warm. It's, I don't know, it's very interesting to me. Uh, maybe one day they'll have apple-flavored Coca-Cola. It's probably not going to taste good. It's not like cherry Coca-Cola where you drink it and you're like, Oh, this is pretty neat, but it's not as good as classic. Uh, but, you know, if... Uh, I almost burped again. Uh, it's... Mm, sorry. You know, if you... Uh, if you like uh, Coca-Cola cherry, like... If it's your favorite flavors, if you think it's better than classic, let me know why. It's, it's like, I don't know, there's just something about the flavor of adding cherry to a soda, such as Coca-Cola, or Dr. Pepper, or Pepsi. It's such a strange idea to have, out of all of these things. That you could have added to a cola. Why cherry? Is it just like it's own flavor? I mean, that's a stupid question to ask. Of course it's its own flavor. All these fruits basically have their own flavors. Unless it's like you're thinking of different subcategories of fruits. Like Granny Smith's or Red Delicious. In which case, even then, they might have different flavors. Like, I believe Red Delicious is very sweet, and uh, Granny Smith is a little bit sour. You know what? Let's, let's look up cherries. Let's see what we can find out about the cherry. Okay, looking up cherry, we get this as our result. A cherry is the fruit of many plants of the genus Prunus and is a fleshy droop or stone fruit. Uh, the cherry fruits of commerce usually are obtained from cultivars of a limited number of species such as the sweet cherry or Prunus avium and the sour cherry, the Prunus sub Cerasus? Is it Cerasus? Hmm. The name cherry also refers to the cherry tree, and is sometimes applied to almonds and visually similar flowering trees in the genus Prunus, as in ornamental cherry. Did I read that? I read that right. Okay. Or cherry blossom. Wild cherry may refer to any of the cherry species growing outside cultivation. Through, um, although Prunus avium is often referred to specifically by the name Wild Cherry in British Isles. Uh, so, I don't know if you knew that already. You probably did. You probably didn't. But there is a little tidbit of information that you can tell your friends. Uh, especially if they like cherries. If they like cherries, you can just point at them and go, Have I got something to tell you? Did you know 
cherries are from the genus Prunus. And then they're gonna be like, well, duh, I love cherries. I already knew that. And then you're like, well, did you know uh, the uh, name cherry also refers to the cherry tree? And then they might be like, yes, I, I knew that. But, you know, uh, if your friends are going to be like that, instead of acting interested in what you have to say, they're probably not the nicest people. I don't know. It's just flowing in my two cents there. If you have friends, or if not, if you don't have friends, but like you know people that just see themselves as like a know-it-all, like you just tell them anything and they'll just brush it off as something that's like, guff, I already knew that. Then it's, I don't know, it's, they don't seem that, it doesn't seem like the kind of person you would want to hang out with. Unless maybe you are the one that's not so much a know-it-all and then you ask them for advice. However, I will advise you, being the know-it-all that I am, because I know everything, especially about apples. If you do ask for information, always fact check it. Uh, like, maybe what they're saying isn't true. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but why take the chance and make a fool out of yourself if you're just spreading false information. That's not a that's not a nice thing to do. Spreading false information is it's pretty mean. Anyway, uh I'm gonna tell you what. Since we're at the halfway point, my throat is getting a little uh tired. It's getting I'm getting a little worn out from talking for half an hour. I didn't think I had it in me. I usually don't say more than two words per hour. I'm a, surprisingly, as you may not realize this because of me talking to you for half an hour, I'm a man of few words. I, you know, most of the time I usually don't have anything to say. And if I do, I usually don't think it's interesting enough. Uh, anyway, since I'm not used to talking for this long, I'm gonna, I need to take a little bit of a break. Uh, you can go ahead and pause this podcast, you know, go and get yourself a drink of water or a glass of milk or a nice refreshing glass of Coca-Cola cherry or classic. Uh, which is your favorite, cherry or classic? Or neither. Maybe you like zero. Or diet. All those choices, they're all good. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break now. Uh, and I will see you in a little bit. I'm a lot more, you know, just 
I'm a lot more excited to see you. I'm glad that you... I, I think I hit the mic. I'm sorry about that, Louis. There we go. Anyway, I'm glad that you're back. Uh, we're not going to talk about apples anymore. Uh, we're moving on from that. We're talking about other fruit, such as the... Uh, let's go with citrus, specifically, like, oranges, lemons, kumquats, uh, other citrus-related fruit. Uh, let's start with oranges, since I have the page open right now. So, you know, like, you know all about oranges, they're orange. That's where the name of the color orange comes from, it comes from the fruit. But, where did the orange itself come from? Well, let's look at the history of oranges. Uh, basically, let's see, looking, looking it up, we get, uh, word for word, uh, currently, as of now. The sweet orange is not a wild fruit. Having arisen in domestication from a cross between a non-pure mandarin orange and a hybrid pomelo that had, sub that had a substantial mandarin component. Since the chloroplast DNA is that of pomelo, it was likely the hybrid pomelo, perhaps a BC1 pomelo black cross, cross, not black cross, that was the maternal parent of the first orange. That must have been very bad, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway. Based on genomic, genomic analysis, the relative proportions of the and Let me just... Let's just paraphrase it. So basically, uh, the orange came around because, like, the sweet orange was just a result of genetic modification of like getting the sperm cells of one plant and then mixing it with what is it the eggs of another plant is that is that how pollination works I don't exactly remember but uh, anyway enough about history I'm not good enough at reading to do that so oranges what do we know about them they have they have what people call like a citrusy flavor. It's very tangy, it's very out there. You can taste something and be like, yep, that's citrus. Because it's, it's very, I guess you would say it's very electric. It has an electric taste to it. Especially uh, fruit such as lemons. Uh, for example, like, did you know the juice of a lemon is about 5-6% to 6 citric acid with a pH compound of around 2.2 giving it a sour taste? That's why it's sour. It's a pH compound. What is a pH compound? I mean, there's not, it's not compound. It's just pH. I don't know why I'm saying compound. Excuse me, you chemistry nerds out there. I'm sorry again. Uh, it's basically a scale to uh, tell you how acidic or basic a solution is. 
that's like one of the very few things I remember in chemistry class. Uh, anyway, moving on to fruit. You know about lemons, they're very widely used. They're used from cooking to just used for their juices, to straight up used for cleaning products. Like, would you think to get a fruit and be like, I can clean my windows with this? No, you wouldn't do that with any of the fruit. You wouldn't do that with an apple. You can't look at a slice of apple and then be like, Oh, I can just wipe it on my window and it's clean now. It's, it's crazy. Nature's so crazy, you just, it's crazy. Anyway, uh, what do you want to know about lemons? Well, let's talk about, uh, the culinary uses of it, such as the juice. It's used to make things like lemonade, you know, mixing sugar, water, and lemons together, you get a nice sweet lemonade. That's a, why, why would you put sugar in lemonade if lemons are naturally sour. I guess, like, if you want a sweet drink, but, like, wouldn't you want lemons for their sour flavor? I don't know. I'm not a fan of lemonade myself. If you're a fan of lemonade, uh, what do you like? Pink lemonade or normal lemonade? What's the difference between the two? Uh, I'm pretty sure pink lemonade is a, it's a lot sweeter than normal lemonade. Which I guess if you don't use enough sugar in your water, in your lemon water, it's, it's I don't know if you, if you just like pink drinks, uh, then whatever works for you, man. It's, or woman, or thing. I don't know. I don't, let's not open that can of worms for the day. Let's keep it lighthearted. Let's talk about apples and oranges and lemons and kumquats and cherries. It's pretty late. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, the juices. The, you can use a juice for drinks. Uh, the acid neutralizes amines in a fish by converting them into non-volatile ammonium salts. And meat where the acid partially hydrolyzes tough collagen, 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 I don't tenderizing the meat. But the low pH uh, denatures the proteins, causing them to dry out when cooked. Lemon juice is frequently used in the United Kingdom to add to pancakes, especially on Shrove Tuesday. Wow, I didn't know that. Good, good job, you UKers, United Kingdom men, Kingsmen, United Kingsmen. Is that what you guys call yourselves? No, you call yourself British. Anyway, uh, I didn't know you would, you could use lemon juice on pancakes, that's, I should probably do that the next time I have pancakes. I won't, I'll forget to do that. The way I like my pancakes is just to have them, uh, just like, place on top of each other. Uh, when I was little, I didn't like to have, uh, the syrup poured onto the pancakes, so I had to have them in a little dish. And then cut the pancakes up into little squares. And then what I did was, I'd get my fork, I dipped them, 
I would like pick up a pancake and then just dip it in the syrup. That way you get like one piece of pancake covered in syrup rather than just like having only one side of the pancake. Oh my god, I'm terribly sorry. I just slammed my finger into the mic. Uh, it's okay. We'll fix it in post. It shouldn't be too loud. Uh, when I'm, like, normalizing the audio. Anyway, that is not important. What is important is pancakes. But not as important as the lemon peel, which I'm going to talk about. For example, uh, lemons are preserved in jars in places like Morocco. Like, or barrels of salt. Uh, the salt penetrates the peel, and it softens them and cures them so that they can last indefinitely. Uh, and then you can use this preserved lemon for a variety of dishes. You know, your nice cuisines. What's a cuisine? Is that like a, is that a different word for dish, like a plate of food? Or is it like its own special thing? Like it has to be fancy. Is that it? I don't exactly know. Uh, but that's not the point. You can use uh, the leaves of a lemon tree to make tea. So, I guess that's why when you see some tea bags, they have lemons on the tags. Because it's a lemon leaf. I don't really... I'm not too big a fan of tea. I... Uh, I'm sorry. I can't, like... I have to, like, pause because I can feel the burp just coming up out of my chest. And I have to, like, prepare for it. And just... I need to push the mic away. I keep hitting the mic. It's, it's, not, it's not for good audio. It's not a good show, man. You know how it is. Uh, and then you just... I don't know. What was I talking about? Oh my god. Anyway, I guess it wasn't as important if I forgot it. But, you know, lemons. You can use them as... Not only as, like, eating and drinking the juices. You can use them for, like, cleaning. You can use them as a cleaning agent. Like, the juice. Just, you can just... Use the juice, like I said, and just rub it on a window and it cleans it. Uh, that's probably not how it works. Uh, how it works, according to this Wikipedia article, it says, before I read, let me take another drink of my tall glass of Coca-Cola. Uh, allow me to have a moment of your time. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me, anyway. Uh, reading of the page here. The juice of the lemon may be used for cleaning. A half the lemon is dipped in salt or baking powder. It is used to brighten uh, copper cookware. The acid dissolves the tarnish and the abrasives assist the cleaning. Oh, and the abrasives assist the cleaning. Such as, like, the abrasives in the blemen. I see it. Uh, it's used as a sanitary kitchen deodorizer. Uh, 
The juice can deodorize, remove grease, bleach stains, and disinfect. See, look, just this natural acid that just grows on trees. Like, how do people figure that out, you just... Does someone just grab a lemon and just, like, rub it on their cooking utensils just to try it out? <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe they thought they were being funny. It's just like, hey, check it out. Like, ah, I'm sorry. I keep hitting the mic. I keep burping. Uh, I keep drinking my tall, refreshing glass of Coca-Cola. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna put my hands down. Actually, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna keep my hands up. I keep waving my hands whenever I talk. That's that's like risking hitting the mic, which is not what we want. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Hmm. Guess it wasn't. Oh yeah, just like, just like, how do they? How do people figure out that you can just like rub? lemons or like use the juices to clean because it's like acidic so it can get rid of certain things hello discord setting me things i should have silenced my phone i'm sorry about that everything that could go wrong in this podcast is going wrong but you're still here uh over 75 percent of the way through you are still here and Maybe you fell asleep, maybe you're just dozing off, maybe you're busy working and just having this play in the background. Uh, either way, I truly appreciate uh, what you're doing here, like on this podcast. Just haven't listened to it and come this far. You're at 46 minutes now. Maybe like giving you that reminder, maybe it's annoying, maybe you just look at it and go, oh, this is, I had this much time left. But, uh, I don't know, maybe there are some people that like to be reminded, they don't like losing track of time. I know I don't. I hate looking at the clock and go like, oh jeez, it's four in the morning, I meant to go to bed at like ten. I'm sure some of you have had that problem, like every now and then. Uh, anyway, let's move on to another citrus fruit. Such as the kumquat, which I also have open. Uh, so basically, kumquats uh, resemble oranges. Like, they, I guess they're very similar to oranges. But, they, they're like much smaller. They're like the size of an olive. Like a very large olive. Uh... But I guess they're like very cold resistant. I don't know. Just reading, just reading off the articles here. Uh, but you know they uh, came. They they came from where was it? East Asia. Let me. Uh, well, the name kumquat derives from the Cantonese yamquat. I don't know how you pronounce Chinese or Cantonese. That's that's the thing to me. There's Mandarin and there's Cantonese, right? Which is it? Cantonese is in Hong Kong and Mandarin is everywhere else. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. It's right here. Let's 
look it up. Uh, Cantonese. Uh, it's spoken in the city of Guangzhou and surrounding area in southeastern China. Okay. Uh, anyway, it literally means, like, kumquat means golden orange or golden tangerine. What is the difference between oranges and tangerines? You ask me, and not me asking you. Let's look that up. What is the difference between oranges and tangerines? Uh, oranges are second in size to grapefruit, while tangerines are smaller than oranges. Both have orange skins that are peeled before eating. The advantage of the soft skins is that tangerines are easy to peel. In terms of taste, both oranges and tangerines are sweet, with the latter citrus fruit being less tart. I guess that'd be the uh, word to describe them. It'd be tart. Like sour tart. Well, what's the difference between sour and tart? Well, let's look up sour. Having an acid taste like lemon or vinegar and tart. Mmm, that's mm, tart flavor. I'm getting the pastry tart, not what I'm looking for. I guess uh, tart is a subset of sour and is a narrow term which suggests acidic fruitiness. Okay, so tart is basically uh, sour but for fruit. Just narrows it down. Alright, cool. Neat. Uh, so other fruits that are citrusy, like the lime. Excuse me, phone. What is going on? No thanks. Uh, that was just some group channels, pardon. Uh, don't worry about it. Let's look up key lime. The key lime is a citrus hybrid with a uh, spherical fruit. Uh, 2.5 to 5 centimeters in diameter that is yellow when ripe but usually uh, picked green commercially. Are limes yellow when ripe? No, no. Let's look up lime in general. Lime is a hybrid citrus fruit, I guess. Uh, it's typically round, lime green, uh, three to six centimeters in diameter, and contains acidic juice vesicles. Hmm. I didn't know that limes were hybrid fruit. What are they a hybrid of? Uh, what are limes a hybrid of? The most common and commercially popular limes are the Persian limes, key limes slash lemon hybrids that combine the genetic lineage of foreign uh, ancestral uh, citrus species, mandarin, pomelo, citron, and Macrantha. I didn't know that there were uh, 
different like genuses of citrus. I guess it would make sense, but I don't know. It's, it's leading me to a page on Wikipedia talking about citrus taxonomy. Uh, let's go there, actually, since it's talking about citrus. Uh, citrus taxonomy refers to the botanical classification of the species, varieties, cultivars, and graft hybrids within the genus citrus and related genera found in the cultiva uh, found in cultivation and in the wild. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know about you, but I am. I think I'm. I think I'm done with talking about fruit. So for the next seven or so minutes, I'm going to just let me tell you a little bit about myself, since. I guess if you've been if you sticking with me this far, you definitely think I'm interesting enough to listen to for almost an hour. In which case, thank you for thinking I'm interesting enough for such a, for such a thing as this. So before I tell a bit about myself, let's take one final drink from a tall glass of Coca-Cola. It's going to be a big one. Allow me a moment of your time, please. The glass is now empty. Uh, anyway. I hit the mic again. Oh my god. I need to do something about that. Uh, maybe... Excuse me for a moment. I'm going to move the puff guard closer. Because I'm not hitting the mic. Uh, I'm hitting the puff guard. And I think every time I say my P vowel, it's like causing the uh, puff guard to shake a bit. So, that's not good. Anyway, what to say about myself? Uh, let's talk about uh, interests. I like, hmm, uh, the Coca-Cola is making me gassy. Hold on, I'm gonna, give me a minute. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, that was embarrassing. Anyway, uh, I'm interested in... I don't know, I guess interests, uh, just change very, they change quite often. You know, I'm interested in, uh, watching, uh, videos on YouTube. I'm interested in listening to other people talk, which is kind of why I wanted to start this, you know, because people, like, you, you I just listen to people talk online, like, all the time. So, why don't I give it a shot myself? You know, it can't be that hard talking for an hour every week. It may be a little bit, uh, tiring to do so. Like, 
I'm, I'm obviously getting a bit worn out. My throat is. My throat's about to quit on me. Which is weird because. Uh, I. I do singing as a hobby. I plan to do singing as a career. But, you know. Uh, I kind of want to do covers of songs. I want to sing a lot of artists that I like but it's kind of hard when your voice is much deeper and much lower than all of them put together unless you do like Johnny Cash or Josh Turner those are some countries uh, singers and what are hmm what are some low sing like low voices Avi Copland that's uh, I guess that'd be a good example. Uh, actually, a lot of uh, a lot of singers that I looked up to are actually like in their own classification known as octavists. Like you have people like Vladimir Miller, uh, Mikhail Zlatopolsky. Uh, Glenn Miller, Vladimir Pazukov, uh, oh my god, all their names are, like, all their names are fleeting to me, but, like, I look up to those people, like, I listen to them sing, and they sing really low notes, and I just look at them, I'm like, that's so cool, I want to do that. That's what I want to do with my life now. And I don't know about you, but I believe I have what it takes. I believe I have the voice to be able to sing like an octavist. I definitely, hearing some of the octavists like Glenn Miller and Zlatopolsky, uh, like hearing some of them and just them being able to overtake a choir by themselves. I'm definitely not at that level. I want to work to that level. Like that's a goal of mine to be able to uh, work up to a point where uh, you can just hear me in a choir and people will be like, Oh, that's him, that's Silas, that's our boy. My name is Silas, if you've forgotten already. Uh, you know, it's, this is my profile name, and all that other stuff. But, you know, whatever. If I get become famous by some miracle, you can look back on this and go, Man... That guy was okay, I guess. Uh, but anyway, I think that, uh, my friends, is where I will leave off for today. So, we're, mm, we're gonna talk about a lot of things. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna keep this going for a while. This episode was definitely 
a bit rough in my opinion. It could have gone better, but you know, it could have gone much worse. Uh, but if you want me to talk about something, if you have an idea, um, what I should talk about for next week, uh, I'm going to try my best to upload every Saturday, every Saturday evening. Uh, I expect this to be like a late evening podcast. You know, this is very chill, very laid back. But anyway, if you have an idea on what I should talk about, uh, leave a comment. Oh, like, I'll look through them and, uh, I'll be like, hey, this is a neat. I'll talk about this next week. Uh, if I don't get any comments, I'll just think of something to talk about. But, you know, I, I want to get you guys involved. Because I want to build a community. I want to be able to talk to people like this. So, let's see if we can actually build this. Let's go somewhere with this. Because the goal of this podcast is to, like, just have me talk to people. Just put myself out there. That's, like, the whole point of this. So let's do that. Let's tell your friends. Tell your friends' parents. Tell your parents. Tell your parents' friends. Uh, tell your children. Tell their children about me. Like, if you think I'm... If you honestly think I'm that interesting that you would tell all those people, uh, first of all, thank you. I, if I actually go somewhere with this, I would, I would like to thank you personally right now for thinking that I deserve this, because seriously, I'm just, I'm just a sweaty guy, like, talking in front of a microphone, like, I'm hot and sweaty because the AC is turned off so that I can talk to you and then the sound quality will be good. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling again, so leave a comment if you want me to talk about something, and have a wonderful evening. I will see you lovely people next week. Goodbye. <laughs>